Giraffes, ants and chickens, have we got something special for you. Yes, it's time for this week's edition of the James Whale Radio Show. There we are. That was uh, that was all right, I suppose, an introduction. I always need more introduction. So listen, if there is uh, if there is somebody out there who sees themselves as a radio star of the future, I'm not talking about Rob. Aww. I mean somebody decent. Um, all you got to do is phone. Tell them the number to phone Rob. O double one seven two three o one double seven one. See, I know the number. I'm prepared this week. Yeah, very good. It's only taken a year. O double seven one. Yeah. Oh, I thought I'd okay. Two three zero one double seven one. That's my phone number. You can leave a message for me, and uh, Whaley's call box will be on the air a little later on this show as well with some of your. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Some of them we just couldn't broadcast even on this show. But there we are. Hey, keep them coming in because they amuse the office. Zero double one seven two three zero one double seven one. If you want to do an introduction to the program, or if you prefer, get in touch via email. And the email's on our website, jameswhaleradio at gmail.com. Jameswhaleradio at gmail.com. Good. Now, welcome to the program. I've had quite a lot of stick this week, uh, which I enjoy, and I'll tell you why. Because uh, it's always good to know that some people are still functioning, even though it is fairly inadequately, inadequately. Um, first of all, let me have a, have a go about not trolls, because I don't give a flying fart about trolls. Uh, the more vitriolic you are, the better. But what I find difficult to understand, first of all, people who threaten uh, violence. You are mentally ill. I mean, you you know, and you will be found. You don't worry me when I out it, but I do get concerned about these poor, sweet politicians of ours who are getting very upset about the fact people are being rude to them. If you don't listen, I mean, okay, somebody that threatens to kill you or eat your granny or do something really disgusting to your wife, children, husband, whatever it is, these are mentally ill people um and and you know they they need to be found and they need to be dealt with but they, they're not worth everybody sort of say oh we've got to be nicer to the politicians if you're going to be a politician people are gonna really take the crap out of you and if you're a good politician they're gonna have a go at you even more the sort of people that that, that to make racist threats um uh, uh, against oh, what was the name of of, of the that, that poor Labour MP Diane um, Abbott? You know, people who have have pick on Diane Abbott like Nick Ferrari on LBC are weak themselves. They are easy targets. Now she might be a pretty useless politician. That is for her electorate to decide. But you know, if you want to get on social media and talk about the way she looks and talk about what you'd like to do to her and how much you hate her, then though those of you who do that, you are backward, dumb, ignorant, 
mentally ill people and you need help and I feel sorry for you. I feel sorry for you. But MPs, please, guys, if you're going to go into the uh, public arena, be pre- uh, arena, be prepared for some idiot. And, uh, and uh, you know, you've got to understand that there are lots of human beings who are dysfunctional. Yeah, you know, when I hear a politician, oh, are you suggesting the great British public? Some of them are stupid. Of course, they're f-ing stupid. Each one of you listening to me now knows a stupid person. I personally know about, I don't know, a dozen I can think of are completely bloody stupid. You can't say, and and politicians love to do this, they'll creep and crawl to people they think will elect them, so they don't want to upset anyone. We don't want to be rude about anyone. Well, listen, we in the real world, you have to be, there are inadequate human beings and they need looking after. You know, I'm not suggesting, like, some idiotic regimes around the world that we take people out and hang them because we don't agree with them. What I'm suggesting is people who threaten violence or have a go at you, who are racist, who who have a go at you in ways that are not uh, taking on your political argument, or people who say, I'm gonna, I hate you so much, I'm going to lie and wait for you, I'm going to get hold of your family, and I'm going to eat them and make you eat them, and all that, you know, it's a really, really repulsive and ridiculous things that people say on social media. They are mentally ill, inadequate, who need putting in an asylum, sadly we don't have enough, and given electric shock treatment or something like that. They need sorting out. But please, politicians, don't whine and groan about the fact that people insult you. If somebody's insulting you um, or arguing with you, and some politicians get upset now when people disagree with them and say, do you know, so-and-so, such-and-such, the MP for so-and-so, is is talking a complete load of bilge water. They wouldn't know that. You know, that's debate. That's the cut and thrust of debate. So don't start arguing about it. And when somebody sinks to the level of, say, you're a fat, ugly person with spots, they've lost the argument. And then when they start threatening you with violence and saying they're going to do all sorts of horrible things to you, they're mentally ill, retarded, backward people. Now, can we just leave that argument and park it up and talk about something important? Is that all right? Anybody has any views on this, get on my Facebook page and, uh, and let us know. You know, you can, or you can uh, ring the phone box, Whaley's call box, uh, 0117230171. Leave us a message. We'll play it on next week's programme. Symbols. Who's upsetting you this week, then? Nobody. I, I don't get upset. I don't get upset at all. Um, now, let's talk about something that I find really quite uh, strange. Um, and I always like to have a pop at religion because, you know, there are loads of religious propaganda blogs, podcasts and programs on religious radio and television stations. You've seen them. So I think it's only fair that we redress the balance. And this week, um, religion has really let itself down even more than normal. So, Rob, you choose. Do you want me to start bashing the Muslims or bashing the bishops or what do you want me to do? Uh, we haven't bashed the bishop for a while. Okay, we'll do that later. Let's start off with the Muslims because people always, <laughs> people's biggest complaint is, uh, oh, you wouldn't say that about Islam, would you? You're quite happy to have a go at Christians, but you don't have a go at the Muslims. Wrong. I have a go at every flipping religion. They're all annoying. But we live in a, a free world and I respect everybody's right to believe whatever they want. But not, 
not when they come up with things like this. First of all, there's good news on the religious front this week. And the good news is this. Two gay Muslim guys have got married in a registry office in the Midlands. So that is good news. Yep. The bad news is that not one imam, not one mosque, not one representative of Islam has had the bottle to come out and say, this is great and we uh, we would like to champion this. No, I've had a few calls on my radio show. You know I've got a radio show on talk radio, don't you? I do, but tell everyone else. Talk radio, uh, 7 o'clock until 10 in the evening, Monday to Thursday, and then 11 o'clock in the morning until 3 in the afternoon, Sunday. Sort of Sunday lunch. Whale on Sunday. Oh, I like that one. The Church of Whale. No, I don't like that one. Why? The House of Whale. I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not keen on churches. I'm going to start my own um, religion. Anyway, let me get back to this, because this is very important. Um, okay, so uh, what is it with, with you people? There was a... Uh, that in itself is offensive. I, I, uh, you people, I didn't mean. But when I say you people, I'm talking about religious people generally, not just Muslims, any other sort of freaky religious person who believes that they're in contact with some sort of spooky person in the sky, which there may be, and I just don't have any uh, inkling that there is, but there may well be. And so apparently a survey recently carried out said 52% of British Muslims feel that homosexuality should be illegal in this country. In fact, I'm going to put that that question out on Facebook this week and see what people think about it. 52% of British Muslims think that homosexuality should be illegal in this country. I'd like to carry out the same survey amongst Christians because I think there'd be a similar amount of people. And I had a bit of a rant and I'm going to tell you why now. This is backward thinking of backward religions. If 2,000 years ago there may have been a reason, although I can't think of one, um, to uh, to be against uh, gay people. I don't know. I mean, I really don't understand why a so-called God of love would be concerned that two people love each other of the same sex. You know, um, it doesn't carry on the uh, the population or whatever. But but you know, it's uh, is it ten percent of the population are gay? I don't think we need to worry about it. Uh, I think we need to to include everybody, and I think we need to make the lives of all people, particularly minorities easier than they are because let's face it majorities always bully minorities so i think we need to uh, stop having a go at homosexuals and it is the one thing that a lot of religious people find it almost impossible to come to terms with and there are lots of gay religious people look at most of the clergy not all but most uh and look at you know i'm sure a lot of imams are probably hiding their sexuality so if you're a muslim Get over this. You know, some people in life are gay. They shouldn't be ostracized. They shouldn't be punished. In some countries, I'm speaking to you, Iranian nutters, not the Iranian people, the people in authority in Iran, completely f***ing mad. Um, You don't hang people. You don't hang children. Yeah, they do. Yeah, hang children, hang teenagers who are gay. You don't do that. That isn't civilized. If there is, in fact, a God, and the God comes back, and the God sends a representative or whatever it is and looks down on gay people, this God that you all think is a God of love isn't going to suddenly say, well, I'm sorry, you're, you're going to stretch your necks. We're not having any of that business. I was one caller on the other day going on about sodomy. It is wrong. Sodomy, it's wrong. 
Well, a lot of heterosexuals engage in a bit of sodomy. They love it. A lot of men love their prostate being played with. So, you know, I, I get over this. I'm sick of it. I'm absolutely sick of the amount of religious people who find it, who find it normal or all right to criticize somebody's sexuality. And now in the church, they say, the, 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 the Church of England or the Catholics or whatever, they say, yes, you can be gay, but you can't do it. We'll accept you into the church, but you can't do it. Oh, get over yourselves. You're all a bunch of pillocks who feel like that. British Muslims, 52%, think homosexuality should be illegal in this country. Maybe it should be illegal to actually think like that in this country. How would you like that? How would you like it if I come to power and decide to persecute everybody who is anti-homosexual? Hmm? It's exactly the same way uh, that people are thinking who think that homosexuality should be persecuted. Get over yourselves. If there is a God, the God would love everybody. Worry about, I'll tell you what, religions, worry about the, the death and destruction, the war, the nastiness, the brutality that's going on in this world today. Worry about that. Take a moment to get your filthy minds out of other people's sex lives and worry about the killing in the Middle East, the brutality, the butchery, the mindless thuggery that is being done in many cases, not all, but in many cases, in the name of a bastardized religion. So come on, religious folk, get yourselves into the 21st century and wake up, otherwise I will be cross again. And the other slightly light-hearted two things, Catholic Church, apparently the Pope doesn't like gluten-free bread. It's against God. It's against God. What about all those poor celiacs? My goodness, I had no idea that God was so strict but if you happen to be allergic to gluten, fuck off. You're not wanted in the Christian church or the Catholic church. I thought they were both the same. So there we are. That's stupid. Pope, not as clever as you think you are, are you? People, oh, this is a very good Pope. He's very good. No, he's not. He's against abortion. Uh, he's insisting people shag without condoms. You know, he's not very forward thinking. He's an idiot, in fact. And let's talk about idiots. Um, <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, this is funny. Um, apparently, bishops in the Church of England um, are being told that they ought really not to wear their mitres. Those are the hats. that they are th Is that to make them more like the Ku Klux Klan? I'm not sure. Anyway, never mind. Those are the hats that look like gaping fish mouths if you look at them from the top on. Uh, so some uh, so-called progressive Christians have said to the bishops, don't wear those because it makes you, it, it kind of separates you from the people and that's not right. Well, here's the thing. I suggest that all those of you who dress up in those fine robes, I mean, the, 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 the uh, Archbishop of Canterbury, I think he was wearing a cloak the other day. I think there was more gold in it than in the Bank of England. You know, flog that lot off, give the money to the poor, and all you need to do is a sports jacket, a roll neck shirt or something, and you'll be fine. You don't need to dress up like a flipping fairy on a Christmas tree or some sort of pantomime dame to be a religious leader. It is the most bizarre thing, and it is about time somebody said, hey, why do you all need to dress up like this and go around, you know, shaking little balls of smoke about? 
I, I, I think religion really needs to wake up and get into the 21st century. But there we are. Those are my musings on religion today. You are more than welcome to criticise. Uh, and uh, Rob will now tell you the numbers are ring with your criticisms. <laughs> if I can. Uh, yeah, the number is uh, 0717-230-1771. Just leave your message there after the annoying woman tells you that you're not in. Yeah, that's very good. And perhaps we could change that and get somebody else who tells us, yes, we are in, uh, but we are uh, listening, so leave your message now. Uh, I'll explain all that in this week's Tech Talk. Oh, good, 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 good. Uh, right, so I feel better for that. Anything you want to say? Anything you want to add? Anything you want? Do you want to disagree with anything? I mean, you know, come on. Um, just doing my job as the uh, producer, we have got some comments that you haven't read out on Facebook about the gluten-friendly Pope. Oh, yeah, so we have. That's good, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Barry Wooding, he says it's a bit early for April. <laughs> it's not. This is true. This is true. The Pope has banned gluten-free bread. You know, this is the, this is, I don't know what they call it. What do they call it when they drink his blood and eat his body? I don't know. Isn't it something like Holy Communion and then followed by something called a Holy Crap, which is where that expression comes from? I don't know. I've no idea. I don't do the such. I'm not. A, I'm not a cannibal. But uh, why? Why? Why don't they eat meat? Why do they have bread when it's supposed to be a body? You know, a bit. Of, what about a bit of liver sausage? <laughs> I like liver sausage. I'm sure you do. Yeah. You know. Um, so anyway, uh, Jane. Portry says the Pope should keep his nose out of things he obviously doesn't understand. What he should be doing is getting a handle on all these pervert priests he's got under his protection. Absolutely couldn't agree with you more. Uh, Nikki Louise says, glad I'm not Catholic, because if I eat anything with gluten uh, in, I get really bad guts. There you go, the holy crap. Uh, Kieran Fox says, breaking news, Catholic Church invent holy condom. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dear. David St. John says, the Pope's Christmas message to his followers on the subject of birth control. Don't come, all ye faithful. <laughs> all the old ones coming out now. Alison Browning um, has, says, what happens if a worshipper is a recovering alcoholic? They can't even have a drop of wine. Won't that be a problem? Of course, in the strict evangelical church, the communion wine is grape juice, and evangelicals are of the Puritan sect, and alcohol is a big baddie. I know. I'm an ex-evangelifish. <laughs> um, Harry Gardner says, uh, <laughs> this is yet another nail in the cross for religion. They don't have many followers left, as being gluten-free is the new trendy bandwagon everybody is jumping on. Now, Harry, it's not a trendy bandwagon, mate. A lot of people suffer with all kinds of allergies, have done for years. Luckily, Harry, medical science is finding answers to them. And so people find out what they're allergic to, and they don't have to be ill because of that anymore, Harry. Get a grip, mate, just because you've got an old-fashioned name. Get into the 21st century. Um, right, after this, I think it's probably time for a little music. Now, this, uh, this, this music is, uh, what is it? Is it called Fanny Fresh? <laughs> oh, dear me. You're doing it deliberately now, aren't you? You're trying to mess me about. No, this is called... Um, what, what? Do you want to do the Fanny Fresh thing? Well, okay. Should we, is, should we do the commercial first? We can play the commercial, yeah, for Fanny Fresh, yes. 
Um, right, let's do the commercial first, because it, it's very offensive, apparently, according to the Advertising Standards uh, Authority, and it's been banned. It feels good to have a beautiful bikini line, especially when you use shaving stuff that makes you feel fabulous. Whether you're a sculptor or a completely smoother, use new FemFresh 2-in-1 Shower and Shave Cream to calm redness and reduce razor bumps. Then, new FemFresh Post Shave Balm to soothe and help keep your bikini line feeling smooth. Feels like FemFresh. Well, there we are. I didn't find that very offensive. Why, why was that offensive? It's, it's like going to the gym. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, listen, we have... All of us have been, for some reason, because, you know, um, we haven't evolved quick enough to get rid of a lot of body hair that we don't need. In the Stone Age, we needed hair to keep us warm. But we don't need it now. In fact, in certain areas of the human being, hair is an annoyance. I mean, I don't have any underarm hair. I shave my underarms. I'm not too embarrassed to mention that. I don't shave mine. I trim mine. Oh, I shave mine. I get the whole lot of it out. Uh, because if, you know, you've got anything there and you put deodorant on, it all gets mangled up. It's horrible. Depends on the deodorant, surely. You know. Um, I keep my, my chest well trimmed. Uh-huh. I'm lucky not to have much hair on my legs, so they don't matter. I never see my legs. I shave my head and um, I do my bikini line. Can't you just wear shorts? Well, no, there's nothing. I mean, have you ever been on a beach and seen a bloke walking down the beach with a great tuft of fur coming out of either side of his swimming trunks? Men don't wear swimming, swimming, swimming trunks. What do they wear? Shorts. Nobody wears swimming trunks anymore. Do they not? No. Well, they do on the beaches I go on. Shorts. Those shorts and baggy things are just repulsive. I mean, people do wear little speedos. Have you not seen them? Well, yeah, I suppose professional people wear uh, speedos. No, not professional, but if you're going out sunbathing, you don't want baggy shorts on. You get the speedos on, and you get it tucked in round your watsits, and uh, you get a full all-over tan nearly. Maybe that's where I'm going wrong, because I can never get a full all-over tan. Hmm. But you do not want to lie there with fur <laughs> sticking out either side of the crutch, do you? Uh, preferably not, No. No. So it's unnecessary. It it gets you know you get things in it as well. So, sorry, you get what what in it? Well, I found and when I have lots of pubic hair. I mean, you could quite often. I don't. I, I shave mine off. Um, but you know, you you be out on the beach or something. You get the odd little sand fly hopping around in there. You know, you you get sand stuck in. You, you don't need it. You don't need it. So I don't understand why when they brought out something new to help ladies in those regions advertising in a fairly tasteful way. You can see the, uh, if you haven't seen the ad yet, go and check it out on the website, jameswellradio.co.uk. What is all the fuss about? I couldn't see anything wrong with it, to be honest. No, I couldn't. I'd like to know what sort of, oh, hang on, hang on. It'll have been the Christians and the Muslims on the phone complaining, won't it? I don't even think it got that far. I don't remember seeing it on telly or anything. Well, they wouldn't attack. Well, are there lots of Christians and Muslims in the Advertising Standards Authority? I suppose oh, yeah. that might be. Yeah. I imagine so. Yeah. And in fact, yeah. Well, that's not on either. No. This this world is not just for those people. It's for all of us. What we need is um, teenagers on the advertising uh, panel. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think it was funny. I think it was quite hilarious, actually. It made me laugh out loud. Um, and you see, that's the other thing about hair. A lot of religious people, Jews, Muslims, Christians, they've got this thing about having long hair, haven't they? You know, they, they're either you've got to have long hair, not cut it, grow your beard, or cover it up. They like women to cover it up for some reason. What is wrong with this? What is, what it, where did God, if there is a God, where did he get so picky about the way people look? If your pubes are long, maybe do a comb over or put them in plaits. If you've got long pubic hair, you want to cut it off. I was talking about head hair as well. Get your, get your mind out of pubes for a while. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, banned femfresh ad shows overly sexualized models. How are they over, overly sexualized? Does that mean every time I do a, a, a video of myself? Uh, Bruce Orman says, yep. Definitely offended. Imagine mentioning the bikini line like that. Yeah, okay. Uh, Jeff Samuel says, disgusting and quite right too. Uh, ban it. Although I think I know Jeff Samuel. I don't think he says that at all. Uh, Pauline Elizabeth Young says, when will they all get a life? Look into real issues. Uh, do you know, I so agree with you, Pauline. You're absolutely right. Uh, Tom Simone says, I think it is, it's suitable maybe after seven or during the ad breaks of Love Island, Geordie Shaw, Big Brother, etc. Oh. Um, Al Williams says, oh, no, how offensive. So the advert is in regards to the bikini line, so they should have focused on the elbow or the kneecap instead, I presume. They air ridiculous trash like Love Island. I'll bet you, I'll tell you what, there's not much pubic hair showing on Love Island. Uh, but an advert like this is banned. Truth is, sex is how we are all here in the first place. People just need to get over themselves. You can't speak of sex. You can't dare show a female's covered crutch. You can't say f pussy, c ass, bollocks. A far worse word is killed. But apparently it's perfectly fine, because no offence is uttered on the news several times an hour. I ask you, what would you rather be, killed or f***ed? Al Williams makes an excellent point, and I so agree with him. It's a shame I can't put most of that out. I'll have to beat most of that. Why? Just in case it causes offence. <laughs> you know, actually... He makes a very good point. I don't think you should beep any of that. Um, yeah. I'll leave it to you. And I do know that this show goes out on a number of radio stations. Um, most of the radio stations it goes out are forward-thinking or they wouldn't have this show on it. Um, and ye I, I, to be quite honest with you, I think that is a very good point, very well made. What would you rather be, killed or f***ed? That's another Which beep. is most offensive, killing or f***ing? That's two more beeps. Oh, I'll leave it to you. I'll leave it to you. You're the producer, but um, I think it's a, a point well made. Um, Julie Eccle says, if a deodorant gets advertised, you get close-ups of armpits. For toothpaste, they zoom in on the teeth. This product is for use on fannies. Uh, why are they going? What are they going to show in the advert handbags? At least they kept their knickers on. Nothing offensive at all, Julie. Very well played point. Andy Gallagher Bolton says, "Jesus, we're only ever one click away from hardcore pornography, and that's because a part of the world we live in." 
but three women dancing provocatively and a mention of foreshadow <laughs> underworld or a neatly trimmed bikini line and people are up in arms. It's a very good point. You only need a couple of clicks on your computer. You can find everything you want to see. Uh, Dave Bruce says, why was it bad? I want to go and buy some after watching that. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear <laughs> I can't read anymore um, uh, it's, yeah. Stuart Rankin said it is offensive that this ad is offensive bloody non-binary SJWs <laughs> oh dear thank goodness we have a sense of humour accepting the advertising standards authority Oh dear, let's have some music. What have we got in the music line this week? Um, that's, that's, that's page one. <clears throat> mm. uh, yeah, we all got Spanish music. Hasta la vista, baby. No, not that. Oh, what? What it says in front of you there on page one. Well, can't you introduce? I was, I was just, I was going to let you introduce it, but if you, uh, you, uh, you know, you moan, you never get much to do on this show. So, uh, in that case, I shall just say, uh, oh, I see. Takey Aro Mucho is summer in a song. A radio smash would, without doubt, uh, be good for this. And it's performed and co-written by Gary Martin with Kevin Healy. So, Takey Aro Mucho. Yeah, if, if that's how it's pronounced, yeah. It's pronounced Takey Aro Mucho. Could be Aro Mucho. It could be Aero Mucho, but it's Takey Aero Mucho. Shall I just play it and let, let's listen to it and see what he says? Yeah, I would. Takey Aero Mucho, mi vanita senorita. Takey Aero Mucho, baby, tonight. Takey Aero Mucho, mi vanita senorita. Takey Aero Mucho, baby, tonight. Take 
más maravillosa. Spanish dance song from uh, Gary Martin uh, with Kevin Healy there. And how do they pronounce it? Uh, Te quiero mucho. Very good. Very well done. Thank you very much indeed. It's time for Tech Talk. Yeah, as I mentioned before, Skype. Oh, you're so annoying. They've Why? Done, they've, they've, they've done a huge update and they're trying to get down with the kids by having loads of um, emojis and stickers and... And God oh, knows no. what. And they've removed all the really good features, such as leaving your own personal greeting on your answering machine. They've removed that and just left the stupid woman that goes, he's not in, leave a message after the beep. And you can't change it. So this business platform, you know, the conferencing utility that uh, Skype was originally intended for, and for the you know for business people to have conversations with their business partners all around the world, has now become a kid's app. Oh, that's a sh... Well, why did they do that? Are they not getting enough business people using it or what? I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, they're trying to compete with the likes of Snapchat and trying to become really friendly and cool. And and it's just... We've got things for that. Well, the only people... Yeah, the only people who that will interest are the 12 and 13-year-olds, like my grandchildren, who love all that sort of stuff, and quite rightly, too. Uh, but there's a huge world out there of people who don't want to be patronised because that's what it is doing. Since when do I, do the kids on the street go, yeah, chat to me on Skype later? They use you know, yeah. Facebook Messenger or uh, WhatsApp or Snapchat. Skype is yeah. a telecommunications tool for the professional. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Absolutely. Skype, get over yourselves and uh, stop messing about. Well, it's Microsoft now. They've bought out Skype. Oh, have they? Well, it's Microsoft, is it? Is that? Is it the Gates man? Well, no, he left a while ago. He, he's now oh, right. uh, he's now propping up the world. Him, him and his annoying wife, who go on about their Catholic uh, background and how they want more condoms to be sold to the uh, third world. Is that what he wants? I thought he was just dishing out free malaria tablets to everybody. Oh well, he might be. I think his wife's going on about condoms. But what it is to have loads of money so you can do whatever you want. That is true. Uh, films this week, I went to see uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. It was okay. Um, yeah, well, I, I wouldn't even bother to go and see it. I, 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 that, he annoys me, the bloke who plays Spider-Man. It's just, it's just weird. I don't like Marvel movies, I'm sure I've mentioned before, because there's just too many of them, and they overlap with mm. each other, and they're trying to be really mm. being clever. 
But this reboot of Spider-Man is actually better than some of the previous ones. So I was, it was okay. It, you know, oh, okay. Yeah, but it, it's it's not amazing. It's just okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, anything else? I'll be going to see the Apes this weekend. I think. Mm. Well, everybody's seen that now. You're a bit late. Yes, I know. I've had a very busy week. Yeah. Yeah, well, of course, because you've got Welsh conflict, haven't you? Yeah, 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 let's move on. So, um... The, no, uh... let's not move on. I would like to see Wales really, really prosper. Um, the waste of money on the Welsh language is unforgivable. Every public document's got to be printed in both languages. Road signs have got to be duplicated. It must cost the Welsh economy huge amounts. And now... People are having to concentrate and try to learn a language, which, if you're not interested, is just bloody ridiculous. Because you could have been learning a language like French or Mandarin, um, which might be very useful for you in the future. So, quite frankly, I think it's about time people suddenly started... And there are people, lots of Welsh people I know, particularly in South Wales, who find it an imposition to be threatened, to be... Look down upon if you don't speak Welsh or if you don't want to learn to speak Welsh or if, in fact, you criticise the Welsh language. Stick that in your pipe and smoke it. I love Wales. It's one of the best places on the planet. Can we get back yeah. to the show now? And you are not to edit that out. Wouldn't dream of it. No, I mean it. You are not to. Um, right, okay. Uh, so I think it's probably got to the stage where we do Wales Mail, uh, hasn't uh, it? Da, 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 let me have a look. Uh, Met Police. Um, well, I was just thinking we're running out of time, dear boy. Uh, we've got about 18 minutes left. Oh, okay. Um, what, what you're really saying to me is, do do this other subject about fat coppers, and then you've got a chance to edit out what I've said about the Welsh language. No, not at all, because then they would have yeah. to find another six minutes. Really? Yeah. Mm. Very quickly, fat policemen. Yeah. Uh, the Metropolitan Police in London have ordered up uh, trousers size 61-inch waist. 61-inch waists. Bizarre. Absolutely bizarre. If you've got a 61-inch waist, you can't be fit enough to be a policeman. And what, what, why, do we, why do we allow people to get away with this sort of thing? Why don't we just say, look, you have to have a certain level of fitness. And the British police force's normal fitness, I'm not talking about the super-duper cops with the guns and everything else, they are fit. Um, but the guys who are just ordinary coppers, or maybe community, uh, what's it, what are they called? Um, uh, PCSOs. Yeah, those people. Um, aren't particularly fit. And, I, and I, if you're going to do a job like that, you need to be fit. Um, so we asked on Facebook... Uh, <laughs> Should police officers be that fat? Um, definitely all of them, says David Pett. <laughs> uh, Siobhan uh, Hazard says, unless they're bodybuilders, heck no. Uh, K. May says, they're ordering size 92 for some PCSOs. No, they're not. You're making that up. Uh, Dean Mansfield says, just big bone, James, just big bone. 
Jean uh, Evely says, depends what they're doing. If they are custody officers, front desk or telephone operators and not involved with beat or investigation duties, then why not use people who are chunkier or even some disabled in some manner and free up the younger, fitter, healthier staff for the beat and investigative operations which are more physically demanding. That's a very sensible and very serious point. I still don't think people with 61-inch waists should be encouraged. Uh, Lisa Jane uh, Partington says, well, if I had a copper chasing me, I would rather that it was a fat one. That's quite a lot of you yeah. seem to think about that. Yeah. Um, Colin Trim, interesting name, absolutely disgusting. I served with a chap that weighed 28 stone. He was an embarrassment. He couldn't chase after anyone. He struggled to get in and out of the car. Also, I thought the police were now going to have to take a yearly fitness test. They do, but it's quite an easy fitness test, to be quite honest. Um, Aaron Smith says, no, they shouldn't. No doubt people will get on their high horse over this. Standards have slipped, says Aaron. It just goes to show anybody can be a copper nowadays. It's embarrassing. And I think, you know, I think there is a certain amount of uh, reality in what he says. If you go abroad, um, France, or Italy in particular, their police, I mean, I know we have a different way of policing. I know that the, the other police forces are sort of tied in some way to the military. But if you're going to be out on the, on the street protecting us, the friendly, cheery, ruddy-faced, wobbly Bobby is a thing of the past. In this day and age, we need somebody there who looks fit, able to look after themselves and able to look after you and me as well, is my thought. And uh, let's see what else. Um, Eleanor Jennifer Lewis says, uh, bet that one with the 61-inch waist is not laughing. Uh, James Musgrave says, do they have personal winches to get them in and out of the speed camera vans? <laughs> oh, dear. Ron Thomas says, uh, that's about silverback size, isn't it? It would scare me. Um, and Tina again says, uh, no, definitely not, unless they can prove they're fit enough to chase criminals. Let's get one more. Stuart Campbell-Clark says, uh, they'll be lucky if they get in and out of a car. Never mind chase anyone. Should be given six months to lose the weight or bye-bye. You're not fit for the job that you were employed for. I think you've got a very, very good point, Stuart, there as well. Thank you very much indeed. Um, yeah, I, th I think, you know, it, it's it's not nice to be unfit. And if you are a policeman, it's dangerous to the rest of us and to yourself, I think, if you are unfit, isn't it? Yes, I think so, yes. You can mm. do all sorts of damage if you're not fit. Yeah. Uh, I'm fit because I've had six cups of coffee so far today. That's good for your coffee before uh, your exercise regime. Yeah, no, I know. I know. That's why I, I just told you that. Yeah. Um, right. Shall I do uh, some Wales Mail? Because I've got time to fit this in and then the questions. Uh, Wales Mail and then we've got Wales Cool Box. Oh, right. Yes, I've forgotten about that. Yeah. Uh, Gene Matheson. James, your comments about baby Charlie Guard are without doubt your finest comments yet, in my humble opinion. Uh, Gene, that's really sweet of you. Very, thank you very much indeed. And I hope somebody pays some attention. I hope this poor little chap uh, gets every possible bit of help that, that he can. And if, you know, if his parents are listening, I wish them well. It's a very, very difficult time. If you didn't hear last week's program, it's out there. Go and have a listen. Uh, Mark Swain says, uh, my question for the whale about putting polystyrene balls into space to solve global warming. Oxygen is required to burn things. But thanks for the mention. Great show. 
Oxygen is required to burn things. Yeah, there's no. What oxygen. does that mean? Oxi- no oxygen in space. So therefore, if you, yeah, you said that uh, you couldn't do it because the polystyrene balls would burn up. Um, well, they would burn up, wouldn't they? There's no oxygen in space, so they can't. Yeah, well, they'll fall back, won't they? They might float off, yes. Yeah, well, then they'd burn up, wouldn't they? Then they would go into the Earth's atmosphere and burn up, yes. Are you suggesting that I'm wrong? Uh, not, not are you me. trying politely to suggest that I'm wrong? No, 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 no. It's, it's, it's there Mark, are other producers. Mark uh, Swain is, is saying that uh, you were stupid. It, it wasn't me. Are you sure? I'm positive, yeah. Oh, okay. I don't mind him saying I'm stupid. Uh, right. Shall we open the phone box? Uh, <clears throat> yes. Go on then. Why? Uh, no, no reason. You just, just uh, put your feet up. Is is all I'm going to say. Okay. So uh, the number to ring is zero double one seven. I think you'll find it's double seven one. No, it's not. Are you sure? Yeah. Well, zero double seven one. That's a mobile number. Oh, yeah, all right. Do you, okay. do you want to do it again? Should we do it again? Two three zero one double seven one. I talked all over you then. The phone number to ring for Whaley's call box is zero double one seven two three zero one double seven one. See, and I'll edit that in and make you sound really professional. Yeah, of course you will. And here's just a few of what we had to listen to this week. <laughs> Hello, this is a message for James Whale um, to play on his radio show. Um, I'll leave my initials, it's EJC, and see if you can guess if you know me, James Whale, because I have been on your show before as a comedian and, and talked to you when you had Whale on. Um, but anyway, uh, I would like to leave a, a song that... Um, I think uh, you should play, perhaps. Okay, here it goes. The candle made a moon in the bath Reminding me of summers ever last Where people didn't hesitate to put peace in place And hope won over hate And we, the people didn't have any need to give in to greed for the love in this room is all that we need and we the people never heard such a dirty word as fracking and we the people would never give greed such bargain. The candle made a moon in the bath, reminding me of summers everlast. Where we the people didn't have any need to give in to greed. And I'm asking you, Theresa May, to let the people breathe. This is Trigger, and you're listening to the James Whale Radio Show. Not afraid of offending idiots. James, people in our society are not aware that grass surges help to prevent fast flooding, 
cool temperatures absorb the carbon dioxide which converts into oxygen and provide a natural environment for birds, animals and insects. They help to prevent certain allergies, reactions by trapping pollen and other triggers in the normal surfaces. Not maintaining our grass perches are detrimental to our environment. I hope this simple message has planted a seed in your mind. It helps to maintain all these areas for the benefit of the community in general. Please do not park on the grass perches. They are a vital source of our environmental health. Hi James, I reckon that you should let that bloke that talks with you, is his name Robbo or something, I reckon you should let him uh, talk a bit more on the show because actually he's got a bloody sexy voice. Tra! A lot of singing this week. Yeah, I don't know whether that, it was that one that's went on and on. I mean, do you think there's any chance might get a hit out of that or not? I don't know, it needs some backing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, right. Well, uh, I think as uh, we're coming up to the end of the show, thank you very much indeed for listening. Don't forget, go to the website, uh, jameswhaleradio.o.uk. And we've got all me old TV shows up there. Well, some of them you can have a, a, a check out on. And uh, what else have we got up? They've got the shop. In this hot weather we've had, Whaley T-shirts, very popular. Baseball caps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got quite a lot of stuff up there now. Um yeah, yeah, go and have a look. Go and have a little tootle around the shop. We might be getting some whaley pens. No, not whaley pens. With uh, LED lights on them and also a stylus for your tablet on one end, so it's a multifunctional whaley pen. No, 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 no. That is a whaley tool. <sighs> we can't say a whaley tool, can we? Why not? Some people might take offence at that. Oh, f*** them. Shall I do questions for the whale? <laughs> it's quite a lot of editing you've got. Yes, thank you very much for that. I'm, I'm crushed for time as it is already, and now you've uh, just added okay. at least another hour Good. to my uh, weekly schedule. <laughs> thank you very much. Ah, never mind. Uh, I think all those radio stations are, uh, are going to love it. Right, off you go. Uh, James Musgrave. If uh, police rec resources are so stretched and limited, why have I seen such seismic increase in the number of speed vans in areas where safety has never been an issue? I can't be bothered reading the rest of it. You get the point. What? what? Um, yeah, well, I agree. <laughs> is, is that it? Well, I agree. I mean, yeah, I, th I think, you know, you talk about speed cameras. Speed vans on the increase in areas where there is no safety issues. Cashing in. Yeah, you stick a you stick a camera there just to cut. Yeah, there's one down the road from me, and uh, they they park it there every now and then. It's just it's just an annoyance. Yeah, stick them outside schools. That's where it is, or outside where a lot of people are walking. Not you know where there is likely to be an accident. Not that I'm suggesting people go out and do this, but uh, if I see a speed van and I have to make an important telephone call, I like to pull up behind the van and get out and wander mm. around in front of the uh, camera. In front of the camera. <laughs> oh, and, send me a picture uh, next time you do that. <laughs> I will do. It's one of my favourite <laughs> pastimes. Because uh, I like to be on camera, you know. I think you'll probably get into trouble, but it'd be interesting to see what happens. And then send a request under the Data Protection Act for a copy of the video because you might have been on it. And, yeah. Uh, that, that will also waste yeah. a bit of their time. Yeah. 
I, but hang on, there are places where people speed, and I live in the middle of nowhere, and some people drive through the country lanes like idiots, and uh, there could be a tractor around the corner or a combine harvester, as I saw the other day. And this car went straight in the hedge with a couple of idiots in it, um, and, and the combine harvester got out, and I was on the other side of the road, and we just laughed. I mean, they weren't badly hurt, but they were. their pride was. <laughs> and they were all about... 18 years old, something like that. I'll teach them. Well, there we go. See. Speed vans in the right place. Outside schools, please, put speed vans. Mm. Thank you very much. And where when there, where there is a likelihood of, of danger, but not just somewhere where you're cynically... You know, I, I got done the other day coming off the motorway into a dual carriageway where they often wait, and I should have been aware because I know they're there. Um, and you, you're going from uh, a 70 mile an hour limit straight into a 50 mile an hour limit but the road really hasn't changed and there aren't going to be any pedestrians on it and then a little bit further down there's a, a fixed speed camera so you're always going to have your speed down to the requisite speed at the time of the speed camera but they love to try and catch people between uh, the motorway ending and this speed camera yep cashing in cashing in yeah mm. Definitely. Or hide behind something like a tree. Why yeah. hide? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, okay. Justin Richardson. Would you say that your audience has grown wiser during your time of broadcasting? <laughs> or, yeah, well, obviously, yeah. I mean, I don't know why you're laughing. Yeah, I mean, that's an obvious. Yeah, of course they have. Yeah, yeah. They have learnt a lot from me. Oh, I see your point. Okay, yeah. Yeah, all right. Uh, I suppose... <clears throat> yeah, yeah, you can shut up. Okay. Uh, Mark Summers, what is the point of cushions? Protect your bum. That's no comeback. Protect your bum. To pre protect your bum, to uh, give you something to lean on when you have a cup of coffee in bed, and uh, just genuine, generally to have opulent. I mean, if a, a life without cushions is a life not worth living. Maybe he means scatter cushions. Yeah, they're lovely. I love them. You can lie on them. You can roll on them. You can throw them at the wife. You know, they're, they're all kinds of uses. Yeah, you can play with a cushion. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. A lot of fun to be had with a cushion. Cushions are what makes life worth living. The more cushions, the better off you are. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully we've sold a few more cushions. Maybe we can get sponsored yeah, by cushions. Yeah, cushions. Let's have whaley cushions, yeah. We could have your face yeah. on a cushion. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. And somebody could put their fat ass on it. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm not well, you know. I don't know if you noticed in my voice. It's I'm, I'm, I'm suffering yeah. here. Uh, I have a stomachache, actually, thinking about that. Uh, right, go on. Right. Uh, oh, here we go. Um, Rob James. Uh, prepare yourself for a good question. Good, I am. Uh, why are they called apartments when they're all joined together? Shouldn't they be called togetherments? That's a very good question. And the answer is no, because they are apart by sheer fact that there is a wall between them. Now, it's obvious when you, when you, when you put it like that. Mm. Um, I mean, mm. why? Right. I've had enough now. You've got to go to a school sports day and pretend that you understand Welsh, and uh, I'm going to go and sit in the sunshine. Everything you've just said then is 100% factual, yes. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Best of luck. I told you, don't let them bully you. 
You know, you're as entitled to live in Wales as anybody else in the United uh, Kingdom. Oh. And just because you're not Welsh and just because you don't speak Welsh, don't let them look down on you. I bred in Welsh. I beg your pardon? I bred in Welsh. I don't even want to think about that. Uh, right, we're back. Same time, same channel. Check out the other programmes. And don't forget, join me on Talk Radio, Monday to Thursday, uh, to uh, 7 o'clock in the evening until 10, just before Ian Lee, whoever he is. And uh, <laughs> Sunday afternoon, uh, Sunday morning, 11 o'clock in the morning on Sunday, through till 3 in the afternoon on Talk Radio. See you then. I'm going to watch that video because it's strangely addictive. What, Fanny Fresh? Yeah. James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswellradioshow or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason. <laughs>